Welcome to the driver's line. I'm Greg. And I'm Jordan. And today we're having a conversation. And our conversation stems around a very controversial topic. Very controversial topic. We need to talk about BMW. It's intervention time. It's intervention time, BMW. Apparently. So we're here to talk about it. I've got my BMW jacket on. It's hard to look at you. <laughs> I'm going to take off. Throw on the floor. Oh no. Because BMW, I've had it. Oh, he's I've angry. Had it with you. He's angry now. <laughs> yes, I'm angry. <laughs> Their designs. Let's go back 20 years. Okay. Right, we're, we're just going to get in our little, the driver's line. Time, time machine. machine. Nice. Okay. My like DeLorean it. that you gave There you me. go. <laughs> I converted it to a time machine so it can actually maybe go somewhere. <laughs> I'm in an interview with John DeLorean and tell him to put a better engine in. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, while we're back there. Yeah, while back there, we're going to put a better engine in the DeLorean. <laughs> but we're going to go back 20 years and we're going to talk about BMW as it was okay. approximately 20 years ago. All right. I like it. So, we had the M3. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fantastic car. Completely handsome. The E46 generation yep. was one of the best looking BMWs ever made. The whole lineup was pretty timeless. Solid. Timeless yeah, style. Yeah. Had the S54, mm -hmm. straight six, yeah. 333 horsepower, naturally aspirated. Sweet sounding, phenomenal engine. You see a lot of them out in motorsport today. A lot of guys have converted those into race cars because they were so good. Yeah. They had a few problems, you know, the subframes and the vanos, but by and large, wonderful cars, great to look at, durable. Yep. M5. Same generation. One of the best looking cars ever, the E39. Oh, yeah. Easily. I would love to own one. <laughs> Manual transmission, Class 62 lines. V8, 394 horsepower, naturally aspirated. Beautiful car, in and out. Like just timeless mm -hmm. interior, timeless exterior. They still look at today. Yep. They've aged super well. Yeah. They've held up. Right. They've, they've held up completely yeah. well. So the, the, the same for the 7 Series of that generation. Absolutely. One of my favorite cars of all time, honestly. Yeah. Handsome car yeah. used in the transporter. Yeah. Because it was so cool, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, it was just a beautiful car. Yeah. The long wheelbase one's also used in the Bond movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. people use these in movies because they were great. Yeah. The Z4 or the Z3 from that day, actually, because yeah. the Z4 had come out, yes. <laughs> So the Z3, yeah, beautiful car, used in Bond movies. Yeah, classic design. Classic designs, classic, you know. Long hood, short deck. Yeah, just exactly what you wanted. They're yeah. still beautiful to this day. Yeah. Wonderful cars. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then let's go to today. I'd rather not. <laughs> Every version of those cars that we just talked about is now hideous. <laughs> Z4 is not too bad. <laughs> I mean, comparatively speaking to the other ones. <laughs> Still got the long hood. That's about all it has. <laughs> I'll say the Z4 is the best of a bad bunch. And yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's kind of unfortunate yeah. to have to put it to frame it that way. No, because fair. That's fair. in and of itself in a vacuum, you would say it's not a handsome vehicle. Yeah. But compared to everything else the BMW is coming out with, it's actually a decent looking one. Because the new M4, hideous. <laughs> Absolutely hideous. What are they thinking about with that nose? And the rest of it just looks bland. Yeah. Yeah, the back I, end I mean, is just completely not a stream. Not it doesn't super, look like a BMW. Yeah. It doesn't really look like anything. It actually, looks more to me. It looks more like a Lexus. The front end and the back end of those cars look like they were designed by two completely different people. Yes, two completely and different teams. Companies, companies, really. Yeah, there is nothing cohesive <laughs> yeah. about the design, and it's just so disappointing. 
And of course now, I mean, this isn't BMW's fault, but the powertrains in these has had to evolve with mm -hmm. time because of cafe regulations right. and things of that nature to where they have to meet fuel economy targets. Sure. I mean, the power they make is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, oh. 500 plus horsepower in They're the competition quick. versions, very, very fast cars. Um, but they, they had to go turbo. Yeah. And that just loses yeah. some of the feel about it. I mean, the, the B58, talked about it before, phenomenal engine. Yeah. But it just doesn't have the soul of those earlier S engines Absolutely. Know, that, they, that, they, that BMW used to come out with. And it's just disappointing. And I know that part of this equation was driven by regulation, but mm -hmm. I feel like they could still do better. Yeah, I think we're in an awkward phase in BMW's history because, you know, they're coming out of the time previously, like in our time machine, where they were an engineering company and, and they were known as the driver's machine, yes. right? Um, so I'm not buying a BMW and necessarily be a passenger. I'm not buying it for the technology. Mm -hmm. I'm buying it to be one with the driving experience. Right. And that's, I just don't think that that's really a priority anymore in a that's lot not. of these vehicles. Um, and I think in the market in general, we're moving, we're seeing just more of a demand for technology and engagement with screens right. and who has the most gadgets. Yeah, exactly. And that, so. that has been where BMW has lost their way. That used to be exactly to your point what they were best at. Right. They made the ultimate driving machine. And now who does? Who Cadillac. Makes it now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cadillac makes the ultimate driving machine. Cadillac and Porsche. And Porsche, yeah. I mean, they are yeah. succeeding where BMW has failed. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's just really, really unfortunate to see what has become of BMW because I used to be the biggest fan. They were one of the cars that I considered aspirational. And of their current crop of vehicles, I wouldn't own a single one. Now, well, you may be in that camp, <laughs> and I, I may agree with you in some regards here, but the market's disagreeing with you, Greg. I know. I got to say. Is, to me, it's just the craziest thing. Yeah, I mean, so. I, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, we, we saw an interview from uh, Oliver Zips, the, the chairman of BMW, and he's basically saying, guys, we're trolling you on purpose. Uh, we are trying to put out the most radical designs we can because we need to. We need to step out of our comfort zone and we need to attract attention. Um, and, you know, for them, attention, positive or negative, is attention. Right. It, gets, it gets me marketing. And we're seeing that with the god awful XM that you mentioned before and the lovely IX that you gifted me with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in virtual um, well, Nightmare I'll, Garage I'll Land. Say, I'll say as a counterpoint to your, your sales <laughs> explosion for BMW, the IX is not one of them. It is one of the vehicles that sits the longest <laughs> fair, on fair dealerships' point. lots. That is a fair point. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, you're seeing growth in, in BMW's market. Um, they're still ahead of uh, Mercedes when it comes to sales. Mm -hmm. Not still, Tesla's still beating them. Yep. Um, with their pure electric lineup. But you know what? Credit where credit is due. Tesla's designs are cohesive. Yeah, Tesla makes a cohesive <laughs> design. It might not be the most exciting design, but it's a cohesive design. It works well. Yeah. Um, it is aerodynamic, obviously, because that's one of their key yeah. components that yeah. they're trying to design, too. But they actually take that design that others have failed at, <laughs> Prius, and <laughs> made it a beautiful design. It's taken the Prius how many generations to catch up? Because the new Prius actually looks pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And we'll see where that ends up with the Camry, too, apparently. Um, but not to delve too far into Camry land. <laughs> but um, I, I just think, you know, sure, you're getting some marketing out of this. And I get sales. That's important. Um, I just, you can be controversial without being ugly. Right, exactly. You know, there's plenty of opportunity for controversy. <laughs> or you can make just one. 
Yeah, yeah. Call so, it a styling exercise, call it whatever you want, but please don't spread it across the entire brand. Well, that's that's what really angers me is that, you know, they they um, they say that this design exercise, they're really just going to try to continue pushing it um, and really towards the end of their market. So the more niche vehicles like the 7 Series that we saw come out recently, oh, I'm about to be sick just thinking <laughs> about it. Wow. Um, and the XM and the IX uh, that we're seeing. They ruined where the 5 Series. The 5 Series. It looks completely bloated and just dysfunctional. I mean, there, there's no other way to put it but dysfunctional. No. Even the last generation 5 Series didn't look that bad. Yeah, right. That was definitely before the whole buck tooth situation. Yes. Um, but, you know, they, they want to use those niche vehicles, I guess, as a way to get attention. And they're saying, okay, well, we are going to push the design on those a lot. Uh, to try to get controversy going, to try to get people like us to, you know, grab onto that and have some discussions about it, which, fair point. Here we are. Um, but we're not going to really do that too much with the mainstream vehicles. We want to do some of that, but not too much. So, like, how much is too much ugly? Because we're, we're, we've hit that several yeah, times. I think we've hit that. And even with the 3 Series, which is their bread and butter, yes, um, you know, I mean... It's not great looking, and uh, their SUVs definitely some volume drivers there. Uh, you, you see that the X7 has some of that more t appearance that's just hideous. Um, but whereas the X1 is a little bit more mainstream right. looking, yeah, I just even, wonder even where we're going with this. Even all the way up to the X5, the X5 does not look good. Yeah, that. right. It's pretty, yeah, you know, BMW classic generic ish looking. Yeah, but yeah, once you get up to the seven, you get up. XM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't know where we're going with this. So, like, we saw recent concepts coming out of BMW to try to change that design language, it looks like. So, that kind of flies in the face of this. But even that, to me, is not super attractive. The, the new class? Is yeah, the new about? class. Yeah. Um, I guess they're trying to harken back to the 2002 and that era, but I just still don't see it. No, it, that one just, again, did not look cohesive. It's kind of a very bland design. Yeah. And so, the, it was almost like the other extreme. Right. Right. And so I just, it's so disconcerting just to see what has happened to BMW because it's just had been one of the foremost aspirational brands for a lot of people. And it still seems to be. So I guess they are still doing something right. But I mean, at least for me and a lot of folks that I've had conversations with, it just no longer exists in that space for them because they do not like the design. And that is one of the things that draws people to these cars is the design. Yeah. You know, secondary yep. is going to be interior and driving experience. So it's got to be an attractive vehicle to start Yeah, with. I'm not looking at an ugly car in my driveway. No, absolutely not. But you know what? If the sales are there, they're going to sell them. So we need to stop buying these ugly cars, guys. <laughs> I mean, like, please help us all out. Yeah. The only way you're going to improve our roads, <laughs> listeners, is if you stop buying BMWs. And so that's what we're going to implore you to do, to stop buying these ugly BMWs. <laughs> buy, yeah. buy a wonderful classic M3. Yeah. Get yourself a classic M5. They're only going to go up in value. You're going to be doing yourself a favor, and you're going to get to have a great experience while doing it. Yeah, and I guess originally we have old Chris Bangle to thank for this because way back in 01 when, when they completely redid that 7 Series and took the market, I mean, it was shocking. Yeah, shocking. That um, five and But that sold more than its predecessor. It did. It did. And, but you know yeah. what? Looking back on those Chris Bangle cars, yeah. They don't look that bad. <laughs> Nowadays, so no, right? No, I'm really scared. I, I am <laughs> What is coming? <laughs> so what is going to make these current crop of BMWs, for me to look back on them in five, ten years' time, yeah. and think they look good? I guess it's a really good point, because like, when you think about the Chris Bengal era, 
it's not that they're attractive. It's that they're more attractive than what's out now. Because they're not more attractive than those two uh, early 2000s no, eras. Exactly. I mean, BMWs. Yeah. I mean, that clean those clean lines on the on that lineup definitely way more attractive than the Bengal butts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Bengal butts. <laughs> Especially on the 6. So Oh, yeah. That, that was, was the worst one. That was awful. Yeah. And those yeah, sales on the convertible. Uh, anyway. The 5 wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, I would no. say the 5 series wasn't that yeah. bad. The 3 series yeah. was, eh. But, um, yeah, Chris Bangle and his flame surfacing. Yeah. That's what he called it, right? Right, right. Um, just didn't work in every situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind a company going for controversy, especially in, like, a Halo product. You need some of that. Right. You need to push your design. But I, I really don't need, you know, a 7-passenger mommy SUV uh, to have 700 different headlight unit modules. Right, exactly. You know, it's just yeah. not necessary. You don't need it. Yeah, you don't need that thing to be all clad in black with a giant red stripe like the 18 going oh, on the side God. of it. Oh, That's even worse. Lipstick on a pig. Yeah, lipstick on a pig. Lipstick <laughs> around those, those snouts on the front of it. It was just... It's awful. Yeah, but as long as people buy them, we're going to keep on seeing a lot of more crazy stuff out of BMW, guys. Yeah, so absolutely. please help us out. Yeah, please help us out. <laughs> please also help us out by liking and subscribing. Yeah, and we'll see you for some even more fun content. Exactly.